0: Sync and desist. A multimedia network. Please enjoy.
1: to another episode of Sync and Sis. Welcome, welcome. We are 500 episodes away from the Mark of the Beast. <laughs> Wait, we're at
0: 166 right now? Okay. Hey, math. Look at that.
1: Yeah, nerd. I, I've never,
0: no, I've never been great at math, though. I will say that. Like, math was just never my strong suit. So, like... History, I was okay. Science, not so great. It depends. I feel like I'm really good at history on this
1: podcast.
0: <laughs> you all, yeah, you are good at history on this podcast. You're always the one telling me, "Well, so and so in
1: 1966." <laughs> you just said something about '89. was like the Berlin Wall came down. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. All right.
0: Um, you watch the History Channel? Is that what you do? I don't have cable. Ah. You watch documentaries. It's all in here. You watch the documentaries, which um, I still can't understand why my girlfriend is so uh, intrigued by those things. It's like cool to- You're to, not like, into murders. documentaries? No, no, not- do- Well, the murder documentary specifically. i film many documentaries. <laughs> <laughs> I like documentaries. Don't get me wrong. I like documentaries- uh, I just watched the Takashi six nine one, so I have my thoughts on that too. <laughs> but I, no, I'm talking about the mur- the murder ones specifically, like the. Those are the best documentary. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know why I'm having this, t- this discussion with you, Rob. <laughs> okay, so to bring it back to a conversation that you brought something up and then just never finish your thought. I, As this I wasn't do. even on the podcast. I As think. I do, yes. You said you had a theory of why there are not modern-day serial killers. What was that? Because you said, I have a theory on that, and then the, the subject was changed.
0: I think it's uh, it shifted to groupthink. I think um, that people commit more atrocities a, as a group unit as opposed to... Because I, I feel like psychologically after the war you know, the world war two people started shifting into more individuality as the next couple of decades came about. And I think in like the six, that's why in the sixties and seventies, you saw like this huge surge of murderers. Um, And I think people were so focused on the atrocities that were happening in society uh, before that now, once those were over, it kind of forced people to kind of go more inward. But you know, instead of actually working through those inward problems that they were ignoring before, when they had a huge distraction of uh, world atrocities, I think people have they shifted into just putting their anger into what they can control. It's like I can kill this person, I can kill these people, I can kill, you know what I'm saying? It just became more personal, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, and I have no uh, facts to back that up, but I just think that there's something psychologically that happened because people were so f- focused on big, big issues, you know, societal wars, and that I think it kind of like, People just took a step back from that now, and it's like now that things are good, things were were going well economically. Things are horrible right now. Now, <laughs> I mean, no, I'm saying I'm saying that then, you know, with, with the '60s and '70s, um, things were going very well post war, uh, economically. Like, um, I, I I mean, there was still a, maybe a class issue but at the same time like people were still able to survive very fine um men going to work and women staying at home it was still that was still a thing and it was still very viable that, that it could work um so but of course you know women's lib too uh, happened and that trickled down and, and affected things you know up, up until like the 80s and nine obviously you can't not work now, <laughs> regardless of what uh, gender you are. So, and I think now it's just shifted more at, into group atrocities that people move in groups, they move in droves, as opposed to just individual people going off on their own and killing.
1: It still happens, but I, um, cause I watched Night Stalker and when that came out, and I, I uh, I googled like why aren't there modern day serial killers anymore? Like, there's an one of the Zodiac killers never being caught, never, and like Zodiac killers more than likely dead. Also, people are able to get yeah.
0: caught easier now than they were then because of uh you know phone tracking and and the forensics is just on another level. The
1: last like twenty years or so, mm-hmm. um. I mean, they, you can still get away with it. Like, there are yeah, of course. So, so many people get away with so much today. But like, when I Googled that, they're saying uh, essentially like the same thing. Like, the only serial killers there are today are like ISIS, like groups of murderers, not like the Zodiac killer that kills here, over here, over here, and, mm-hmm. and like that. And... Like there are no more local serial killers mm-hmm. anymore, and it's all just like it's terrorist gangs. groups and yeah. gangs and um, um, like mass shootings, right? Like that's well, it. and there, there's a hierarchy in those groups too.
0: People know their place, and there's a code, and um, there are you know the the no snitching rules and like people have each other's back with a lot of that so there's there's cover moving in groups um so i think it just kind of makes more modern day sense
1: i mean like to new not orleans be, i think has a a law where you can't be charged for something if there are absolutely no witnesses so mm-hmm. you can literally kill all the witnesses and get away with it. <laughs> yeah. Is how I, that's my understanding of something that I was told about New Orleans. Interesting. Louisiana. Yeah. I wasn't aware of that. That's uh, i mean, and this
0: is just a the theory, you know, on, I, I just feel like society kind of calls out what it feels like it's in need for. So, like does that make sense it's kind of like now society it makes more sense to move in groups whereas like because that that's that's kind of the culture that we've created as well um like with social media for example like is it's yes, we are individuals with individual profiles, but it's you find your groups, you find your camps, you find the people that think the same. So, you know, you can buy and sell things. It's like, it's kind of like creating this mentality of, you know, you find your people, you know? Um, So the extreme of that would be to find the same people that hate the same things that you do. (laughs) So... They stormed the Capitol. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it, it, um, and that's not to to say that there aren't, um, serial killers today. It's just, there was this surge of them in like the sixties and seventies, especially. I mean, you got like Gacy, you got, um, ah, shoot, what's, uh, Bundy and, um, that's another one I'm thinking. You know, there's like a good, like four or five of them that were like, uh, c- you know, celebrity killers. I guess that's kind of how. I mean, we glamorize it now, and it was glamorized then. But it's just funny how we're we're very attracted to those those people because it's like, what were they thinking? What was going through their head? You know, and we even make we make TV shows on these people, and we glamorize it even further. <laughs>
1: so yeah so why don't you like them as much as um (laughs) i i it i
0: I guess it just doesn't really interest me to dive into the mindset of why someone would do it i i feel like the answer is kind of obvious i could see how it's intriguing to see like like oh wow they haven't solved this case you know so like I just want to hear like what evidence did they have or didn't they have because like one thing that does interest me too is like how you know like how to make a murder like you know that series like how there are literally people that have been convinced to admit to something that they didn't do Police do it every day yeah it's it's a it's a thing it's been a thing so there are some aspects of the justice system that i do want to see with some of that stuff but as far as like the individual serial killers it just kind of loses me because like i don't really care so much about those people like what drove them to to do that because it's like yeah probably a shitty childhood probably like there's probably it's what you think you know um, but I, I think more so than that, because I do enjoy movies about that, though. So it does seem kind of hypocritical. So I think it's maybe the, the setup of, like, the interviews and the footage and the interviews and the footage and the talking over the... It's like the certain style of, of documentary. If it's not something that really grabs me, I'm just... It doesn't entertain me you know it'd have to be something i did watch the takashi thing like i said earlier only reason i was very interested in that because i just wanted to see like what what was this kid like i i wanted to know that guy and it's exactly what i thought it was so i don't really feel that's the thing i don't really feel fulfilled after watching it though Yeah, it occupied three hours of my time,
1: but like. Jesus, you watched three hours? It's, yeah. There are two of them. There's one on Hulu and there's another one. Oh, yeah, there is another one. I didn't,
0: I watched the. Shoot, was it the
1: HBO? Yeah, I don't. Maybe it was the Hulu one. Because you watched three hours as a series?
0: Mm hmm. So and yeah, then you watch episodes. the other one. Okay. So then, yeah, I think it was HBO Max. Then. Three hours is too much time for me with for kind of <laughs> Furtick. <try. Like, laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just don't get the same satisfaction as I do with a movie. I like, I like fiction. I don't care for watching reality as much.
1: Like, obviously I love movies more than documentaries, but I'm the opposite where I like, seeing all the facts i like going back seeing like their how was their childhood i like getting into the mind of mm-hmm. like um into the psychology of how they came to that point and w- how did they act as a child that would point to this and like i listen to the lights out podcast where there is they cover paranormal and the supernatural and everything but for me it's more way more interesting when they discuss like true crime because they do such a deep dive and like they even do stuff that's like super touchy like they did columbine which there was so much detail in there i didn't even know he they did uh the aurora shooting which they, they even showed evidence I, didn't, I had never even seen before in pictures in, like, the Virginia Tech shooting and even the uh, Vegas shooting uh, from a few years ago. And just to see, like, an in-depth look into the psychology behind what brought them to that and, like, how they executed this and, like, they yeah. pay tribute to, like, the victims. But, like, it's... It's not to glorify them, it's to like yeah. show like to I guess like tell th- that story and like show the evidence and all of it. And to to me that's very interesting because like when you're watching something like that, it's like could could you think like, can I could I do that? And it's like we were just having a conversation about guns, like gun control like well not gun control, but like just Believing like, yeah, we, we should, uh, somehow some people believe like we should have guns because we can't trust the government to mm-hmm. be there for us. Like, I don't trust the police. I've called the police once in my entire life. And that was because I needed, um, I needed them to have pull. What was it? Like for the insurance, cause I got rear-ended. I needed... Um oh. like, and like a claim or whatever, a case, yeah. a case, yeah. a case, um, for that. And then we never even went through like insurance. I got mm. paid under the table, and there was like no damage to my vehicle, thousand dollars in my pocket, but um, which I really needed, but um, <laughs> won't he do it? Um, but <laughs> but like we were having that conversation, like about guns, like you might not like them, but they are necessary in many situations. As well, they as exist. Our, I wish yes. they wouldn't in some ways, but they do exist. So, But like as a gun carrier and owner, like I think every day, like I pray like, God, please don't let today be the day I have to, you know? So it's like right. watching um, a true crime documentary. is like you try to put yourself in the shoes of that person. It's like, man, I still don't, even knowing how they got there, it's like, I still, I, I couldn't do it. Like, there are some people I hate, but I still probably couldn't do that. Like, uh, taking someone's life and then doing it multiple times. Like, you gotta be fucked up to, like, continue yeah. do like, continuously do it. And then, like, someone like Dahmer, like, who gets off on it. Dahmer, that was another one you know, I was trying to think of, yeah. Like, and... In the lifestyle podcast, like there's something like, even as a Christian, I, I get where you're coming from. Cause he's came up with the point because Dahmer, he died a Christian. He had found faith in prison. So the thought that all you have to do is accept Jesus as your savior and you're going to heaven, even though he has so many bodies and he's so sadistic and he, um, he had a refrigerator full of heads and body parts. And like, just to think of all that and like someone that's a sadistic could go into heaven. Like he, he brought that, he, that was his arguments. Like, I get it. Like that, that's a lot. I get it. I I, I get it. But on the opposite coin, other side of that coin, there are people that don't accept Jesus that are incredible people. Yep. You know? So it's like, I get it. Like, I understand. Like, I understand exactly where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. Even as a Christian, like I can say that. Right. You know? See, here, and here's the thing too. And then the
0: reward system thing. Cause like, um, Chase reward system. (laughs) (laughs) Well, cause a lot of people think, well, you know you got to do this and that you know even though uh you accepted Jesus as your savior you know in, in the christian world like that if you don't walk the walk then you're not really saved anyway so you're still you know going to go to hell or you know and it's like well you know i guess who are you to judge their journey you know mm-hmm. because also why? Just because you're not seeing their journey too? There's there's plenty of people that that do good things that you don't see. You know, oftentimes we're kind of just judging someone's journey, you know, based on what they see. And it's like you may not be seeing the whole picture, which also not seeing the whole journey. That that raises another whole subject of like. People that do horrible things, you know, is it their fault that their brain is messed up because, you know, they had a rough childhood and it messed them up psychologically and it drove them to do these things. It's like, how much accountability do you put on that person you know what i'm saying it's like yes it doesn't it's not taking away any of the the
1: extremity of what they did like there are like some like the systems that were in place that never did what they should have done like the yep. virginia tech shooter like he was i believe bipolar or whatever like he he had no emotions like he spoke very monotone and he like he, he was emotionless I, f- I forget what he was di- he was actually diagnosed and he did something when he was younger and he went he like went to a a mental asi- mental hospital mental asylum and he was still able to legally buy even with his medical history mental medical history he was still able to buy these um all the weapons that he used in the Virginia, yeah, that, that's Virginia Tech shooting there I like, think yeah it, that in the me- mental health systems as well as the um uh gun laws like I'm pro I'm for guns but yes we absolutely need stricter gun regulations mm-hmm. and, and laws like it if you have mental illness you should not be able to yeah, buy firearms. Yeah, um, because you could use it on yourself mm-hmm. or many other people. Right. Yeah. So it's like have to entirely blame the systems that should be set in place to yeah. prevent something like that. True. Right, and and also,
0: I mean, there's people that are in dire dire situations. A lot, a lot of people that commit heinous acts are living in poverty. You know, there's, there's a, there are, you know, this, and this speaks to economic issues, right? How can we improve our communities? How can we improve people that are living paycheck to paycheck or work? $50 minimum wage. See there, (laughs) I'm just saying it's like, but like there are communities that need help. You know, they don't have the money for education or they don't have the money for, uh, when I say education, I mean, that that's a whole slew of things. Like it, people that need medical help, people that need, they need all kinds of help and people are suffering and it's making their mental health worse and it's raising people that do these things, you know, because no one in their right mind would do it and that's exactly the reason they're not in their right mind. What what does that speak to? What is how can we fix this? So, it kind of goes back to us now or the higher ups above us. What are y'all doing about this? What are we doing about this? So, yeah. But it's yeah, Jud, but even going back to like like how we judge people's journey you know um well how can this person go to heaven or you know if they've done all this but then they come to come to god right and then they they go like yeah that uh, that that's been an age old debate in question there mm-hmm. um but i've also heard with christians you know that it's it's God's the ultimate judge, not us, you know? So, so at the same time, like who are we to, to think of ourselves as even better than that person when we've done all these. And it's like, yeah, they may not be as bad in a sense, but also what, but what makes you better if you think about it? Like that's pretty selfish and judgmental for us to think of it that way. It's like, well, I'm not as bad as that guy that murdered all those people. It's like, yeah, but that's not really the point. Is it you? It's supposed to be about love. And then, you know, you're over here doing all these little minute, terrible things. And they're doing one ginormous, (laughs) uh, terrible thing. I mean, death by a thousand cuts. You know what I'm saying? It's like... Yeah. Don't, don't get me started. It's like, I think the, the playing field's kind of leveled. I think everybody, everybody's guilty of something. And so, but it's not our job to just judge people or condemn people or decide who's worthy of heaven, who's worthy of hell, who's where, you know, that's the mob on Twitter's job. That's it. Right. (laughs) That goes back to last week's episode. Yeah. So, um, kind of bringing it all back to the point, the core of it that Brad doesn't like murder true crime Uh, (laughs) 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 I mean you know like I said it just depends it depends on the if I if it's someone I'm really interested in like I want to get inside their head a little bit and figure it out that's cool but I'm just more of a movie guy myself
1: (laughs) as a an actor do you think you could play like Ted Bundy See, I would love I would love that though.
0: <laughs> if it was homework for uh-huh. a
1: movie role,
0: I would absorb all the documentaries you would throw at me. Okay. But because it's not homework, well, it, it would feel like homework too much if, if I was just thrown, here, just watch these documentaries. Because it's like, ugh. Because uh, the format, cause it's the format. It's the, if I'm not interested in the character. But immediately I'll be interested in the character if I'm cast to play. Or auditioning to play that role, I was like, "Hell yeah, I will do all the research I
1: can for that." So, you got it. You got a chance. You, you got, got shot, me there, Brad. Rob. You got me there, bro. <laughs> you got a shot because a lot of people didn't like the uh, Zach Efron Ted Bundy movie. I'm not even gonna try to say that that long title. Yeah, well, I get <laughs> extremely it's, loud and it was something like that is it like is.
0: Extremely loud and inc- incredible. T- Wait, that's <laughs> another movie, <laughs>
1: or the Birds of Prey. Yeah, that's a long title. Just called. It's just the Ted Bundy movie. Yes, that's what I referred to it as. Yeah, uh, I mean, you you kind of got the Ted Bundy hair. Nice. All <laughs> right.
0: I know. I was actually just thinking about that. Uh, I keep messing with it. Like it is that kind of seventies, like sort of long, kind of not really. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, if you want to make make a, a movie about a murderer, I'll gladly do it. It would be something, uh, yeah. If it's if it's something for that, like a role, if it has a purpose like that, I would, yeah. Research,
1: research. Yeah. How far would you go? Would you have to be in character? Would you have to be Dahmer? I'm not necessarily like
0: super into the. Go the stereotype of being method, of like just staying on character one hundred percent on set, and in interviews and all that. St- what you know, being that same character, I'm not. I don't really see myself doing that necessarily, but, but I will do all the homework that it would take. So, because I mean, there like there's actors that actually go and talk to the family. Like if they're if you're making a, a biopic or biopic, you know how you pronounce it, um, then they actually go and talk to the families of the people that they're trying to play and try to make sure they get, they create the, the perfect personification of what the families and friends of that person uh, perceive them to be. So I
1: would I would go that far. Yeah. Dig up old wounds. <laughs> Put the family through it all over again. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, oh. Well, I wasn't talking necessarily As a strictly. serial killer, you
1: go see. No, no, go no, 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 no. no, no, fam- no. You visit the actor studying I, to be the serial I, killer. I was being general. You go Rob. to the victims' families. <laughs> Rob, I was being
0: general with that. I wasn't necessarily saying it had to be like a serial killer per se. It's just. I would I would talk to who I need to talk to. I would watch all the
1: documentaries I would need to watch. So how did it feel being related to the person that got killed? <laughs> Brett, as a director, Brad, you're seeing the wrong people. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, it'd be it'd be interesting. So that brings me to my point. Mm-hmm. I'm shooting a serial killer. No, <laughs> no that's a short film. That's
0: that's not the point. That's not what you're saying.
1: No, but my week's been all right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even ask you how. You jump right in today. All right. How do we even get on to serial killers? I don't know how your brain conspires. Now I'm trying to re- reverse engineer this episode. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know you, you brought up your girlfriend being in a serial killer documentary. <laughs> Oh, well, you should get into them. They're pretty fun. <laughs> They're fun. It's fun. It's fun. You feel dirty afterwards.
0: And... Honestly, it makes no sense to me because she'll, she'll watch a serial killer documentary. Choke you out afterwards. Right before, yeah. hey, right before uh, going to sleep. But I suggest a horror movie before sleep. She's like, no, too scary. I'm thinking, what the fuck are you trying to say?
1: All right. Only look for uh, horror movies to watch as I go to sleep. Mm. See, I don't necessarily look for it, but I will be like, "Hey,
0: let's watch this at like you know ten, eleven at night." You know. Now, sometimes I do need to cleanse my palate and go to some Disney movie or something. Sometimes, like
1: I, like I try to go to sleep to possess. I'm like, "This is too much." <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> it's <is> too much. <laughs> yeah, it is like, I watch this in the morning. That's what
0: I did. Well, I'm too. alert, and it still fucked my entire day up. Thank you very much. I think I had to work later too. I was like, thinking like, oh my god! In the produce, like, man, I bet this squish is like a human's. Oh my god! Eyeballs, <laughs> right? That peach looks like two heads put together. Yeah. I, I'm really 10, 10 years ago or more. Like I was, I was like, I'm gonna watch every like. Fucked up
1: movie I can find And I did And it like just You thought you found scarred. You seen them all And then I recommend some You're like,
0: Yeah and so I, I For years you know Just wasn't really Into that anymore But Like lately I'm just like You know I, li- I really like fucked up movies <laughs> Like I'm talking like Beyond R rated Like Gory Indie Film Weird You know just I love it. Because it just, it makes you feel like nothing, no other movies make you feel that way. Nothing like French horror or like some German movie that's like shot so strange. and.
1: Have you nothing. seen this remake of Suspiria? With Tilda Swinton and Dakota no. Johnson? still haven't seen that one. I need to see that. Get on it. That movie's so good. It's like, there's some body stuff in there and then like towards the end it just takes a complete turn you're like what the fuck is going on (laughs) i love it all right yeah there's that homework i'm talking about you're giving me homework it's it's on amazon i know you got it um but yeah like some stuff i'm like this is kind of far for me. Like the older I get, I'm like Yeah. Twenty five year old me would love this. Almost twenty nine year old me can stomach it, but I feel heavy afterwards. Yeah, it's like oof. Like Possessor did that to me. And the and the night crawler. I mean night stalker. Like that that's one of the most fucked up uh serial killer documentaries it's heavy uh, the detail they go into like uh, the victims like what he did even like to children my god this is far mm-hmm. and then like to think like we talk about like people like getting off by like um, so many women were obsessed with Richard Ramirez after he did all this heinous shit Yeah, like sending him like you know pictures of them and like writing him all the time and like it's crazy. Like I think some even tried to visit him. Like it's crazy. Like how people look at stuff like that. Like ah. I know some people, like even some of the recent mass shootings, like they're like in to the, the killers and like, they get off on that. It's like, I agree and like shit like that. Like I forget who it was recently. Like I saw their story and it's like, people are like really into this, you know? Like, so it's not just like getting to the psychology of the, serial killer, but, like, not only are they fucked up, like, it's the people that get off on them. Like, I know Columbine, a lot of people were, like, all for it afterwards. Like, sex of people were, like, I agree. They did, I I wish they did what, I, I wish I could do what they did. Like, even, like, um, the Oklahoma City bombing, like that inspired um, Timothy McVeigh, that inspired uh, Columbine. And the Oklahoma bombing, Oklahoma City bombing was inspired by uh, David uh, uh, Koresh in Waco. <laughs> so it's like a chain yeah, reaction chain, yeah, I to say. of, uh, interesting, yeah, of just mass murder and all that, and like the whole Waco thing. It was one hundred percent that whole thing was started by the um, Feds or whoever it was, the SWAT team or whatever. They burned those people. They're at fault for that, <laughs> and even to add to the chain reaction. There was another killer um, cultist or whatever that inspired uh, David Koresh, so it's like this long line of mm-hmm. like people that look at these people that are just out there mentally, mm-hmm. and like yeah. they're like, I agree with that, and you can align. So it really with makes that. sense
0: when you see you know how the story of Joker, you know
1: there hasn't been an incel uh serial killer since Joker. It's <laughs> funny. But, but no, like, the,
0: it, like, the crux of that movie, you know, is, like, he inspired. So whether or not he's, like, the real Joker or not, I'm talking about Joaquin Phoenix, Joker, of course. Um, but his portrayal in that, it's like, was, is he the Joker that we know and love? Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. He's the most realistic version of the Joker. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. But it's like he inspired, and it's canon, this is how it is. He inspired all these villains too. So like Batman inspired a lot of villains and heroes. Joker
1: inspired a lot of villains and heroes to spawn, I guess. Yeah. I, I know we're like running on time, but like even again, the psychology of batman Mm -hmm. like they do that in the white knight
0: series Mm -hmm. like read it if you
1: have not already like they go into the psychology of batman and like in real life batman would be a villain yeah like uh, they would all heroes would have to be join the police force and they would have to make their identities uh public and like Batman would truly like there would have to be a, a fund for all the damage that Batman has caused and all of his taking down of criminals and all of that. So like read the white knight uh, series. Cause like, even if you're not into comics, like from like a societal, like if you just, um, just from a societal standpoint and you think about all the systems and everything, like, it really breaks down and tries to make uh Batman and like the Joker and just all of it, break it down to the most, uh, realistic, uh, viewpoint as possible. Like Jack Napier and Joker, like he's bipolar. He has mm-hmm. multiple, dis- uh, he has uh, multiple, uh, personality disorder. And, like, it, it goes deep. So like, I I highly recommend that. And one right, either Christmas he talks, or birthday. Talks about the pharma, God, big pharma. God, talks about the justice system. Mm-hmm.
0: Talks about yeah, mental health issues. Talks about how society would actually view these two people
1: based on their actions. Where Joker would be a victim and yeah. Batman would be. The yeah, it's villain. so crazy. It's like, so crazy. Like, uh, and like while you're reading, it, like Batman actually is a menace. Like yeah. he needs to be stopped. Yeah. No, but uh Brad, where can people find you?
0: You can find me on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Instagram username is Brad Pallone and Twitter is Brad underscore Pallone. And you can find my music, uh Battle of Heart and Mind, across all platforms. And my photography uh, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Ghost Proof Photography.
1: And you, Rob? You can, and also definitely send Brad some recommendations of uh, serial killer documentaries. But uh, you can uh, discuss them, because I've seen them all, uh, with me at RobertDXN on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, RobertDXN.com, and RobDXN on Twitch and TikTok. And you can find this podcast wherever you find podcasts. So please rate, review, subscribe, and share. And we will catch you next week. Later.